What's up, world? We are excited to announce our summer community drive. We are giving back pencils, paper, binders, folders, and sanitizers for teachers in our community. If you want to help us out, subscribe to our Patreon. All the money raised on our Patreon goes to our community drives, and you get a bonus positive news episode every week. We appreciate all of you for listening to us. Now let's go to the positive news. What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. What is up, JP? You know, inspirational stories. Everyone's favorite way to start off the weekend. We have two inspirational stories because Michelle isn't here. She'll be back next week. And what do you got, Tim Tim? Man, my first one is super cool. It's all the way from Singapore. And it's about a, a man named Anthony. So Anthony, he was working a nine to five before the pandemic happened. And when this pandemic happened, he was sent home just like everybody else. Now, whenever he was sent home like everybody else, he was sitting there thinking, you know what? I love Singapore. I love my home. But I also know there's a lot of people that are at home by themselves that can't get out, that can't go get food. And there's all these companies that charge people to get food. So what I want to do is I'm going to deliver food for free. So he gets his bicycle, starts up a nonprofit, well not, not even a nonprofit, he just calls himself Run Grub. And basically he is getting food for people, they deliver through him, he drops it off. Some people tip, some people don't. Either way, any money that he gets, he's donating it all to charity, right? So what, decided, what made him do this is he's in his old whoa, age. Whoa, 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 time, time, oh, yeah. time, time out. So he's doing this for free. Oh, for free. And, it gets, and if they tip, he's donating it to charity. Absolutely. Every penny that he gets from this is com complete charity. So everyone should tip, right? Exactly. But check this. It gets even better, JPs, right? Oh, okay. So the, you got the summary of what's going on with this man. So this man, again, he's doing this every single day. Anthony is driving around. The farthest he's drove around was about 77 kilometers in one day. Ooh. Took him all day. He did this for free. He's not receiving any type of pay, JP. He can afford to live already. He's not struggling at all. He's doing everything he possibly can to help out his community. What really motivated him to do this was, again, his kids grew up, he has friends, He's, he was sitting there thinking, but then he started delivering food and he realized that people that he was delivering to, some of these people didn't have any food in their house at all. Some of these people, this was the only meal they were gonna get until the next meal that they ordered from him or through somebody else. So what he decided to do was try to find the right charity to donate to. There's other people in the community doing similar things, trying to help out their community the way that they were doing. And they ended up finding this charity that they ended up making up. It's not even an organized charity that they're still doing. All this money is getting donated here, and they're buying food to give out for free in Singapore. This man isn't a local from Singapore. He, his daughters went to school there. He was stationed there. Now, he's giving it back to the whole entire community. To me, inspiration, this is beyond inspiration to me. This is a life calling. Whenever the world goes down, and instead of you thinking about how can I save myself, you help out everybody else. His children are grown. He doesn't have to help himself anymore. He chooses to help out others. It's the most selfless thing that you could do. I love the story so much because he's doing cardio all day long. He's exhausted. Understatement. Ex exactly. All day long, but yet he still finds the energy to wake up in the morning to go feed out, feed his whole entire community, again, for free. And I'm just beyond impressed with Anthony. I wish I could do something like this in my old age. Hell, in my young age, I wish I could do something like that, but there's nothing about me that can ride 77 kilometers on a bike to go feed the whole community. Maybe a group of us, though, for sure. But he's amazing. He's a one-man army, for sure. Just think of that kind of mind state, though. Like, I'm going to go help others, and then most people, when they see another problem, they help others, they get more discouraged. He's like, well, then I'll just 
find another way to help people even more. So now I'm gonna give out food for free on top of that. So everyone he's delivering to that has extra money, they tip him and it goes to people that need it. Exactly, it's a never ending cycle of just giving And they pay less for, they pay basically nothing for food delivered to them. Well, good luck following that up, JP. <laughs> <laughs> JP, you always got the great stories, man. I'm ready for yours. Before we get to that, though, because I mean, I know that was kind of short, but absolutely simple. There's no way. That was really quick. We're absolutely perfect. We need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where we both talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for? Every story we've done this year so far. This has been the most changing year for pretty much everybody in the world, right? Everything's changing rapidly. We don't know what to expect. But then I'm sitting back looking at some of the stories we posted online, thinking about some of the stories we've talked about in the past that we were able to talk about over the past few weeks. And without this positivity, I would have very little hope, man very very little hope i'm not getting very much positivity from other aspects of my life so whenever you come to the positive truth we get to talk about these stories do a little bit of research on them and then we realize like whoa there's a lot of people doing great things in the world it gives me hope and for somebody like myself who's going through all kind of stuff working and just trying to be a better man i deal with stress this definitely relieves stress man in a way that i didn't think could yeah there's a lot of good things going on and our world is run by fear but don't buy it Say it again, JP. Don't buy it. Don't buy, don't buy the fear. I'm grateful for having a job because there aren't a lot of people that have jobs right now. So I'm just grateful to have one. Yes, sir. Simple and plain. So my inspirational story, I guess, isn't really inspirational. I just learned about someone I didn't know about, a historical figure that's still alive. And I wanted to talk about her. Oh, I'm ready to learn. I like JP's history lesson. Let's do this. So it's about a lady named Diane Nash, and she's an icon of the civil rights movement, but I'd never heard of her. So she was born in Chicago. In Chicago, she didn't face much, she was born in 1938, so she didn't face much discrimination, black community. She didn't like see any segregation, but then she went to school in Nashville called Fisk University. And it wasn't until she enrolled there that she became face-to-face with overt discrimination. She said there were signs, white, white only, colored, the libraries were segregated, the public library, and she was young, she was feeling like she was growing, she was like being, felt like held down. She felt every time that she abided by these rules, she was being a part of the problem because it was seemed like it was okay. So she, she joined a group that was gonna do sit-ins and they were all talking about it and her grandmother was like, do not do this. Parents were like, don't do this. Because that's how a lot of parents felt back then about a lot of adults. Most people don't know this about the civil rights movement, but most of the people marching were kids because the adults didn't want to lose their job. They wanted to get fired, they had to support their family. So the kids would go march and the adults would go watch. And the media couldn't tell the difference between black people marching and black people watching. So they would say 10,000 people showed up and actually it was only 200 people marching, everyone else was watching, and that's actually how they stuff, you know, kept, got so popular. So all the adults in her life that were older were like, do not do this. They, all the violence happening to them, right. massive racism. And so she's like, organized, they organized this group, Nashville Student Central Community, 
nonviolent protests. They meet, you know, Bernard Rustin. Bernard. <laughs> Did I say it wrong again? No, you yeah, you were good. Okay. I just we just talked about him a couple weeks ago, so oh, I'm excited okay. to hear. Like this, this other guy named New, last name's Newton. I can't remember his first name right now. So they started doing sit-ins, and she was like, "I'm not getting arrested." She was like, "I will be the leader. We can do this." Black women. There's not many black women in college in 1960. Right. Like, that's not a thing. Like I remember when my mom went to college. Ten years later, and they're like, "You can only be a teacher or a nurse." And she was a white woman. So this, oh, it's a lot for her. And so she goes in, they do the sit-in, immediately arrested. They keep doing them, right? And then they find out about the Freedom Riders. So like, oh yeah, we wanna do that too. And then they're like, these Freedom Rides, which if you don't know what they are, they're nonviolent protests to desegregate interstate bus travel. And terminals that started in Washington, D.C. and then spread to all the other southern states. And so they were like, yeah, let's do it. And so they would get on these buses and people like throw rocks at them, try to light them on fire, slash the tires, doing all sorts of crazy things. And she actually has a quote of her at 23 being like, a white person that was supporting them was like, you know you can get killed when you do these freedom rides. And she looks at them, pauses and is like, we've all signed wills, we know we could die. It's for the cause. Let them know. So they keep doing this. She keeps doing it all through college. She gets arrested a couple years later, 10th time. Now she's six months pregnant. Oh, wow. So she gets arrested for doing these freedom rides because in 1961, she was arrested for contributing to the delinquency of minors. That's what you were arrested for if you did these sit-ins. And what happened was her attorney advised her wrong, so she didn't appear in court, so she got a warrant for arrest. So when she did another sit-in, she like, they put her in jail, and like, you're gonna be here for two years because of this warrant, six months pregnant. And so while she's in court, they're about to like process her. There's a segregated court. She's like, I'm gonna sit in the whites only section. Like, I'm not, there's no way. Like, right. like you want me to like, like, why is this here? So then she, boom, got another charge. So then they put her in jail for 10 days. It's a, they, she got put for contempt since she didn't want to move a segregated court. And while she was in jail, she was only thinking about her unborn child. So she called Civil Rights Movement, NAACP, SLCU, SCLC. Sorry, I pronounced that wrong. And they were, she was like, I'm pregnant. I'm about to be here for two years, like, get my story out there. And the FBI was tapping her phone because they called and was like, this is really bad press. Kick, like, get her out of there. Oof. So the judge, it was Judge Moore, who she had was like, get her out of there. <laughs> so she didn't go to jail for two years. And then she got arrested in Mississippi and when she got home, she wrote the judge. I said, in case you change your mind and want me, here's where you can reach me. And the judge never took up the offer, and she kept doing. Her, her sit-ins and everything, yeah. Freedom Riders, everything. Oh. And she's still alive. That's what, 
So for me, the fact that you didn't know who that was, like I've never heard of her either, but it's just wild to me because I know how you are about the civil rights movement. Like you pretty much are my, my Google. Like if I have a question, I know I'll ask you. <laughs> All those books. <laughs> facts, nothing but facts. That's awesome though, man. The fact that she's still alive is crazy to me because- Where that one go? I know, man. <laughs> And a nice little fun fact that you threw in there too was like a lot of people didn't know that, but it was kids that were doing it. These were college age students. Because the going adults in. would get fired. Exactly. And they were smart enough to get organized and be able to do things like that. And it's so awesome to know that a woman, not only a woman, but she was six months pregnant during this time too, and she was still willing to stand up what she believes in, definitely brings me hope for today. That's awesome. That was a great inspirational story in my eyes. So yeah. Athlete on brand for things that are happening in America. Facts. And another nice little uh, reminder, black women are the most educated group in America. Five percentage, yeah. Loving it, man. Loving it. I wonder it. how many people actually know that. I say it as much as I possibly can. Any opportunity I have to say it, I make sure I let people know now, man. I learned it from you, so I'm, I'm definitely like a nice fun fact. Uh, I think we're out of uh, inspirational stories. Do we have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. Change your thoughts and change the world. Quotes by Tim. And we appreciate everyone for listening. We're out. Do sabes. Stay positive.